0: but it doesn't have to be complicated. Today's episode is about some of the less obvious reasons why we sometimes get stuck in our weight loss journey. If you feel like you're doing all the seemingly right things and your weight loss has plateaued, this episode is also for you. Whenever I start working with a client that tells me I'm doing all the right things, I'm eating right, I'm working out, and the scale just won't budge. 95% of the time, we find that the culprit is almost always stress or sleep, and it's usually both. And as a result, that throws off our hormones. And guess what it shows up as? Belly fat, stomach pooch, muffin top. And of course, most of us are stressed out most of the time. We're running our business, we're running our teams, we're running our household, taking our kids to practice and games and recitals. There's never a dull moment. So stress is always high. There aren't enough hours in the day to get it all done. So what do you do? You wake up earlier to knock out some tasks, or you stay awake way past midnight, then you can't fall asleep because your mind is still racing, right? It's a common cycle for sure. But if your body is always in fight or flight mode, that's also why you may not be losing weight. A while ago, I read a book called The Hormone Reset Diet by Dr. Sarah Gottfried. And according to Dr. Gottfried, 99% of weight loss resistance for women is hormonal. And often the key to losing that unwanted belly fat, resetting your metabolism, getting more mental clarity, more energy and regulating your moods better actually depends on your hormones. According to Dr. Gottfried, Hormones control how efficiently a calorie makes you fat. The only way to truly know if you have a hormonal imbalance is by getting lab work done, which I strongly believe every woman should do, because it's not something that we can guess our way around. But in general, when your hormones are in balance, they're not too high or too low. You look and you feel your best. But when they're imbalanced, you feel miserable, you have fatigue, you have sugar cravings, You have weight loss resistance bloating belly fat trouble sleeping anxiety irritability and constant stress in today's episode i'm going to focus on the stress hormone cortisol because that's the one that's most commonly out of balance which then disrupts our other hormones and it's also the one that we can address head on with simple lifestyle changes so really quick Your body makes cortisol in response to stress, but most of us run around stressed too much of the time, and so our cortisol gets thrown off as a result of that. High or dysregulated cortisol levels wreak absolute havoc on your system over time in a lot of ways. It depletes your happy brain chemicals like serotonin, disrupts your sleep, and it makes your body store fat, particularly in your belly. High cortisol is also linked to PMS, moodiness, food addiction, sugar cravings, and depression. In fact, studies show that 50% of people with depression have high cortisol. The root cause of cortisol imbalance is usually a dysregulated HPA. So that is a hypothalamic pituitary adrenal axis, which basically is your central stress response system. When the HPA is upregulated, you produce too much cortisol, and this results in feeling like you're constantly racing from one thing to another, feeling wired but tired, being moody, irritable, rapid weight gain, and, well, muffin top. Over time, the HPA can get burned down and it becomes downregulated then you feel a lack of stamina, you feel sad all the time, you're always catching colds, and you may start to experience thyroid issues. So since the root cause of a cortisol imbalance is usually the HPA, the key is to reset it, starting with cortisol. You want to address and manage your stressors and find ways to balance the cortisol in your body. Of course, Learning how to manage your stress sounds easier said than done, but it really is a crucial part of your weight loss journey that most people completely overlook. So let's talk about some steps you can take to start to balance your cortisol levels. Number one, find a mindfulness practice that you enjoy doing that you can add to your daily routine and that you can turn to when you're in a high stress situation. And this can be meditating for five minutes in the morning, breath work, yoga, journaling, practicing EFT tapping. So these are all things I do, by the way, not all at once, but they're in my toolkit. And I teach my clients how to build their own mindfulness toolkit that they can easily turn to when shit hits the fan, but also as a part of their morning and evening routines. Practicing mindfulness is really important just life in general, but particularly if you're looking to lose weight. One really quick tip, and this is actually something that I do when my anxiety starts up, you can tap or press on the gamut point on your hand. In case you don't know where that is, it's the space on the back of your hand about an inch or so down from the knuckles between your pinky and your ring finger. If you rub on it or tap on this meridian point, you can effectively lower your stress and tension quickly. Definitely try it. It really works. Another thing you can try for balancing your cortisol is adding B vitamins and omega-3s to your daily diet if you're deficient. Some foods that are rich in B vitamins include whole grains, so that's brown rice, barley, millet, meat, red meat, poultry, fish, eggs and dairy products, beans and lentils, seeds and nuts, so that's like sunflower seeds, almonds, dark leafy vegetables, broccoli, spinach, and fruit, specifically citrus fruit, avocados, and bananas. You can get high amounts of omega-3 fats from fatty fish, algae, and some high-fat plant foods, which include mackerel, salmon, herring, oysters, anchovies, cod liver oil, sardines, flax seeds, walnuts, and soybeans. Number three, you want to try to limit your alcohol and coffee. And consider switching to green tea, which actually contains an amino acid that reduces stress called L-theanine. Number four, eat extra dark chocolate. And I don't mean like a dark chocolate Snickers bar, unfortunately. You want to go for 80% cacao or higher to actually get the benefits. And chocolate has actually been proven to lower cortisol in randomized trials. It's just the bitter chocolate. so. The good thing is I found I don't overindulge in really dark chocolate like I normally would if it was like milk chocolate or one of the like commercial chocolate bars. Number five, you can also consider plant medicine. So ashwagandha is an adaptogen that helps to reset cortisol so that it's not too high or too low during the day. You can easily find ashwagandha at Whole Foods or on Amazon and Obviously, do your research and all of that, but it is something that's been shown to help with cortisol levels. Other hormones that can be problematic for weight loss that you should be familiar with are insulin. So insulin is a fat storage hormone. Insulin resistance or insulin block means that your cells can't absorb the extra blood glucose that your body generates from the food that you're eating. When that happens, your liver converts the glucose into fat. Insulin resistance usually causes weight gain and sugar addiction. Leptin is another one you want to know about. High leptin causes weight gain and excessive hunger. Leptin is considered your body's natural appetite suppressant. So when you've had enough to eat, leptin signals your brain to stop eating. When you're overweight, though, your fat cells produce excess leptin. So when your brain gets bombarded with leptin signals from too many fat cells, it shuts down. Leptin levels keep rising, receptors stop functioning, your body doesn't get the leptin signal, and you don't feel full. So you keep eating the wrong foods in an addictive pattern, and you keep gaining weight. Another one is estrogen. When you have too much estrogen compared with its counter-hormone, progesterone, this causes a number of symptoms, including weight loss resistance, moodiness, PMS, and heavy periods. And lastly, you want to be very familiar with your thyroid. So your thyroid acts as the gas pedal of your metabolism, managing how fast or slow you burn calories. When the thyroid is slow, it can cause weight gain, fluid retention, hair loss, hair thinning, depression, constipation, among a myriad of other issues. Low thyroid levels can cause moodiness as well approximately 20% of people with depression have low thyroid function or hypothyroidism. Now, let's talk about why our hormones tend to get out of whack. Because again, I like to focus on what are the things that we can do to be proactive and to improve our our life, our health, and our weight loss journey. So some of the main reasons that our hormones get out of balance are, obviously, number one is Age. Women's hormone levels change throughout the years, right? Between menstruation and pregnancy and and menopause, perimenopause, right? That can all throw your hormones off balance. And also medications, birth control pills. These are all things that affect our hormones. Another thing is nutrient deficiencies. For instance, if you're not getting enough vitamin C, that can lower your progesterone. A progesterone deficiency can make you feel overwhelmed and anxious. Another thing that affects our hormones is excess toxins. One in particular that you should be aware of is bisphenol A, which you've probably seen as BPA. And it's an industrial chemical that's used to make certain plastics, specifically with uh, beauty products and toiletries and that sort of thing. So BPA or BIPA can actually interfere with the estrogen, insulin, thyroid, and testosterone messages in your body. So those are some pretty potent chemicals that you want to be mindful of. Another main reason is poor stress management, as we've been discussing. Again, the root cause is that the alarm system in your body doesn't turn off. So you make too much cortisol at the expense of your other hormones. And lastly, poor sleep. That can really affect your hormones. And a lot of people underestimate the importance of getting good sleep. Only 3% of the population actually does well on less than seven hours of sleep. Sleeping seven to eight and a half hours every night keeps cortisol in check. Too much cortisol raises blood sugar and deposits fat at night. Let me repeat that in case you were multitasking. Too much cortisol raises your blood sugar and deposits fat at night. You actually need seven to eight and a half hours of sleep to break through weight loss resistance. But a lot of us are barely getting seven, right? I've battled with insomnia for years, and it never dawned on me when I was going through my yo-yo, my up and down, my gaining and losing the 20 pounds, that my lack of sleep was affecting more than just my physical and my emotional, right? It was affecting my weight loss journey. It was affecting my hormones. It's a really, really big deal. And quality sleep is also key in controlling your sugar cravings, stabilizing your mood, burning fat. Lack of quality sleep can have detrimental effects on your ability to lose weight and keep the weight off. Poor sleep can increase your appetite, slow down your metabolism, causes your cells to become insulin resistant, which as I just mentioned, means more sugar stays in your bloodstream and then your body produces more insulin. So it's this vicious cycle that is caused by poor sleeping habits or poor sleeping patterns. So this makes you hungrier and then it tells your body to store more calories as fat. If you struggle with insomnia, falling asleep, staying asleep, the way I have for a long time, some suggestions that have really worked for me are getting blue light blocker glasses. So I know they say you're not supposed to bring electronics to bed. I'm not quite there yet because I do so many different things, a business, a day job, a podcast and everything that I do. um, It's not realistic for me and my lifestyle to not bring my electronics to bed, but I do use blue light blocker glasses. I actually use them all the time, not just at night. I use them all the time, even during the day. But, you know, keeping electronics out of the bedroom is actually the best thing you can do if that's something that you can um, that you can manage. I just, you know, I'd be a hypocrite if I were like, yeah, keep your electronics out of your bed. And if I wasn't honest and said, except I don't do that, but I know what a best practice is to not bring electronics to your room. You can also use a sleep mask. It's something that I started doing a few months ago, and it definitely helps. Turn on soothing sounds like raindrops or ocean waves. It's one of my favorite ways to fall asleep. I love having white noise. Um, I actually started doing that when my son was an infant and I never stopped because it helped him fall asleep and it helped me fall asleep as well. And um, you know, again, mindfulness, do some meditation at the end of your evening. I always say five minutes is all it takes. You don't have to meditate for 45 minutes a day in order to see the benefits. You can just focus on your breathing for five minutes. That's meditating, right? And that's great for keeping your stress levels down. The good thing about this list that I just went over is that with the exception of age, we can proactively manage the other four culprits by making simple lifestyle changes. All you have to do is start by changing the way you eat, the way you move, and the way you think. I know easier said than done, but these are three things that are 100% in your control. So, number one, start with changing the way you eat and drink. Remove processed foods, refine carbohydrates, sugars, and sugar substitutes like artificial sugars from your diet. If you drink alcohol at night, you know, to take the edge off, no judgment, absolutely no judgment. I would just recommend eliminating alcohol for just 21 days, even a single serving of alcohol can reduce a woman's metabolism by more than 70%, and that can add up over time. So if you just really want to do a really quick reset, just 21 days with no alcohol. I'm actually going to do an episode about alcohol and weight loss, but here's what I'm going to tell you now. Yes, I'm a health coach. I'm all about being healthy and well and all of that, but I I drink alcohol, and I would actually never tell anyone to stop unless you know, it was causing issues in their life. Right. But I definitely don't drink as much as I used to. I mean, I used to be that person that would drink a glass of wine every night to take the edge off. Right. Now I maybe drink once a month if I'm like in a social setting or if I'm really vibing and in creative mode or something like that. But definitely nowhere near as much as I used to. And I used to drink every night. And I can honestly tell you, it makes a huge difference and how I look and feel. And it wasn't necessarily a conscious effort of just like, I'm not going to drink as much anymore. As I started getting healthier, my body just didn't want it anymore. And that's what starts to happen when you start to really pay attention to the signals and the cues that your body gives you. Number two, you want to exercise smartly. By smartly, I mean, choose forms of movement that you love right? Like I always say, don't buy a bike if you hate biking because it hurts your ass, right? Don't pick up running if you have bad knees. Find ways that make you feel good and avoid chronic cardio. It puts excess stress on your body and increases cortisol, which is what I've been talking about for the past 10-15 minutes. You want to go for high-intensity interval training, walking on an incline, Adaptive exercises like Pilates, yoga, dance, bar, and of course, strength training. Listen to my strength training episode, episode number seven, if you haven't already, because that's a really important one. In fact, if you want to slow down aging, which, like I always say, the closer I get to 40, I'm like, oh shit, what do I need to do to slow this process down? It's important to maintain or improve your lean body mass since aging begins in your muscles. Number three, you can consider taking supplements to improve your hormone levels. So there's actually a supplement called Cortisol Manager that helps to improve your sleep and reduce your stress. And this also has ashwagandha in it, which I mentioned a little bit earlier in the episode. And you can also find this on Amazon. But as with anything, talk to your doctor first if you're considering it. And lastly, you can do genetic testing. So I did a 23andMe test a while ago, uh, really only because I was curious about my ethnic breakdown. I didn't even think about the other, other parts, but they actually provide you with a lot of information about health conditions that you may be susceptible to based on your genes and you get all these reports and it's, it's actually really comprehensive. So as I wrap up, I hope you're able to see how weight loss isn't as simplistic as Calories in, calories out, right? Calories matter, but so do our hormones. So does our lifestyle, our genetic makeup, our bioindividuality, which is also why traditional diets simply don't work. But the great thing though, is that you have the power to change a lot of these factors just by being proactive and prioritizing yourself. So start with addressing your cortisol, your stress hormone, Hormones dictate what your body does with the food you eat. So work on consciously and mindfully making the best food choices that are going to make your body feel good. Work on choosing a mindfulness practice that brings you more inner peace or choosing to put your phone and laptop away and going to bed 30 minutes earlier. These are all choices. These are the small but powerful steps that you can take to start to get out of that weight loss plateau and reset your metabolism. I'll talk to you next week. Bye for now. Thanks so much for tuning in this week and trusting that none of this has to be complicated. At the end of the day, I want you to feel empowered to know that you can have the health, the body, and the life that you desire. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode and tag me on Instagram while listening at It's Eva Rodriguez so that I can support you along your journey.